This is episode 231 of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. This time Ray Nolan, founder and CEO of edesk.com, joins me on the show. And we discuss how to leverage AI and automation to improve customer support for happier customers and a more profitable business. So let's get started. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce, marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Visit storehero.ai today. Be a smart e-commerce marketer and grow your digital team faster without spending a ton on hiring, enabling you to grow your business faster. Visit smart-ecommerce-marketing.com for details or simply click the link in the show notes. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today, we want to dive deep, deep, deep into customer support and why it's so important for e-commerce sellers. With me on the show, I have Ray Nolan. Ray is founder and CEO of eDesk.com, an innovative customer support platform for e-commerce sellers. Ray has founded, mentored, and invested in many digital commerce startups over a period of 20 years, including Hostelworld, Skyscanner, and Storyful. He founded EDES after seeing friends running a high-margin e-commerce business struggle with operational efficiencies and profitable scaling. Today, EDES powers thousands of merchants around the world using AI to help them provide faster and more personalized support to their customers. So let's welcome Ray to the show. Hi, Ray. How are you today? Great to be here, Klaus. Fun of your work. So it's great to finally put face to the words. Yeah, great to have you. Ray, you said you saw friends running e-commerce businesses struggling with their customer support. Tell me a little bit what brought you into this world of helping customers. Well, I suppose my journey has always been around dot-com. So I've been in travel and I've been in various different dot-com businesses. But a friend of mine had an e-commerce business and he was quite large. He was selling about a million bucks a month, but he couldn't really lay his hands on all the data for profitability. He didn't match his shipping costs against individual orders. He had support issues. He was able to manage his support because he was selling on multiple platforms. It really was a bit of a mess. And also the, the sheer number of software tools that he was hacking together to try and make his business work were significant. And we're a challenge to him. So I just went in as a favor, really. And I'm just something that's been in software all of my life. I just said, let me have a look around. And I could see then that there were things that nobody was really doing in terms of helping with customer support in particular, but also in the general sort of management of this business. So yeah, it was an opportunity for me. And I like building software, I like building businesses. So that was the genesis of how we started probably eight or nine years ago. You mentioned a couple of things, being on different platforms, getting customer support from different areas. I think that's one of the biggest challenges that was out there. And I remember seven years ago when I started with my Shopify store, we had problems dealing with customer requests coming from Facebook, from Instagram, from Twitter, and not using the contact form. Tell me a little bit about the story, how you got all these different channels together in one platform. You mentioned channels that you don't even sell on that can be a real source of pain because it's very easy to go, I sell a Shopify, I hit my contact form, and all the stuff will come into my email box or my Shopify environment and I can reply in there. But the real damage to be done by someone tweeting, you know, hey, my stuff hasn't arrived, anything left in the abyss for hours or days or weeks because someone hasn't pointed that out or gone to that area. And so we set about trying to make sure that we were 
everywhere you could sell and everywhere the support would be needed, we were connected to. So if you sell on your own Shopify store and you sell on Amazon or eBay or Walmart or Superdrug or any of 200 and something connections that we have, we consolidate all of the support tickets into one place. And then what we do is uniquely in terms of our product, we attach the order data beside the incoming query. And what that means is the support agent doesn't have to go looking. If I can tell you a story, even from my own days, I'm totally geek. So I would have bought a piece of technology. I'm a support person, so I wouldn't be hard on support. I buy this product and it didn't work. I go online and see if I can fix it myself. It says install a new firmware, reboot it, all that kind of stuff that you do. And nothing working. So I, I mail support and I go, hi, I'm Ray. And I've got your product and it's really good. I like it. Well, he doesn't work. And I've done all the things. I've done the install. I've done the this, the this, this. Can you help me? First question, Matt, I can't find your order. Where did you order it? I ordered an Amazon. Then I get, I can't find your order. And then I get a few more. So it's, I think there were five different communications before the person found my order. And then what did they say? Have you tried installing the firmware? And so they turned somebody from a reasonably happy crossword, definitely on the side of the support agent, into kind of raging bull. I'm going, gosh, yes, I gave you this information, but it's so far down the thread. Obviously, I was very nice to the person who saw the problem, basically, but that's a typical of the situation. So attaching the order is super important for us. So that when the request comes in, query comes in, the order is beside them, the address, the customer is beside it, the tracking code is beside them. You can actually press a button and see the person's house on a map. So in case they left, for example, apartment bluff. You go, oh, I see you're in the park block. Maybe you should check downstairs. It was definitely delivered. We know all secrets, et cetera. The first essence of, of what we did was A, consolidating all the tickets from everywhere, and then B, connect, connecting the order data. And that just means when you think about consolidation problem or solution in our case, that means you don't have to have someone who's the Twitter expert or the Shopify expert or the Amazon expert or the eBay expert. All the stuff went into one place. You've got the same team of people solving all the problems. And if it's an individual solving their own problems, then at least they're all in one place. They don't keep checking to other places. Adding the social network side of things was really important for us. So we added Facebook, Twitter, Insta, TikTok. I'm sure I'm missing one. And just to make sure that those tickets also came into one place. And that meant you weren't worried that there could be somewhere that someone's asking a question that you're not able to answer. So consolidation was hugely important. And it's something that we still do. We still really integrations with new platforms, with new places you can sell. The complexity of the e-commerce world means that if you get into distribution on platforms, maybe outside your own web store, you're kind of all in and you probably should try to be on all the platforms. If you're on one platform, maybe look at another one and maybe be on two Amazon stores versus one and maybe be on Walmart as well, or depending where your geography is. So Consolidates was a big thing. I think we support about 10 million, say we support the tickets, but 10 million tickets come through our system every month from various customers of ours. So it's a pretty big business. And we also add SLAs to the tickets. So for example, you might have an internal SLA just for yourself. So I want to get back to everybody within 24 hours or 48 hours, but the platforms will also have an SLA requirement. So they'll go, Amazon will have a 48 hour SLA. If you don't reply. Your ratings are going down. Your internal Amazon ratings are going down, not your star ratings, but the ones that they rate you on, as well as your star rating, obviously your personal rating. That might mean you don't feature in the buy box as often. And it might mean that your rating in general doesn't across Google or whatever, it doesn't work anywhere you sold. So hugely important. So we have different SLAs for different platforms. So you can say from my site, I want to be a six hour support person, but on Amazon, I'll meet the requirement or I'll try to beat it and make it one day SLA. I didn't know that, that Amazon has SLAs for customer support. That's something very well, important to know. It's as simple as if you close your business at 5.30 on a Friday, 
And I replied to a support ticket saying, thank you so much, Klaus. That was really helpful at 5.35. And you don't reply to me on Monday? Your rating's going down. What we do is we have autoresponders that make sure that the customer gets, you're more than welcome. You know, so it's those kind of things that matter. It's all about nuances and customer support. Let's dive a little bit deeper into responses. I think most customer support requests are pretty much the same questions. It's like, where's my order and something like that. Obviously, there's a lot of things you can automate, hopefully, and help your customer agent with their life, with their work. How do you do it from your side? What kind of tools do you offer? Yeah, so we were always at the forefront in AI. And what we do is we categorize the ticket as it comes in into 30 categories, everything from Wismo, where is my order? I want to say, thank you. I want to change it. I want a bigger one, smaller one, bluer one, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so we categorize the tickets and then we don't let AI do the response because AI is prone to a few issues, as you may have heard. My favorite one is autocars.com or carcars.com, both the company, listed a US company who do many, many billions in sales. And they were trialing the AI. We were letting it generate the AI on the response. So a customer comes in and says, I can't get this tow bar to fix my car. And AI being AI, trying to be super helpful, says, no problem, sir, we'll send you a new car. So we quickly realized that, well, that was in early testing. We were not going to let AI generate the responses. So what we do is we check, we categorize the tickets and then we use template replies that the customer can write and customize. So the standard answer to your Wismo to you, where's my order one may, may be, hi, Ray, I write to you and I go, Ray, can you tell me when my thing will arrive? Your template reply will go, hi, Ray, your order that was placed on Tuesday 25th was shipped on Wednesday 26th, will arrive at you on Friday. And here's the tracking code. Thank you very much for your considerations that you want to put in there. That's all automated. No user agent, no support agent puts that ticket at all. And it generated the, and included the tracking code importantly. And then it could be, I bought a lot of stationery for my office and I need to claim the expenses. Can you send me an invoice that I can submit? And our system will interpret that, create the PDF invoice, attach it to the reply and send it back to the customer. All again, without the input from us, from a support agent. What we're really trying to do is take the drudgery out of support and make it so that what I call domain specific support is in the realm of the seller. So domain specific, is this shirt going to run in the wash? Why do you hit run in the wash? Not where is it or can I change it? Or that's, that's logistics, front on first level support, if you like. I can see a world where in time, that's all the sellers will do is domain specific support and they will, AI will do most of the rest of it. And it just means that the agents tend to be happier because it's less tedious on them to support and because they've got all the tickets from everywhere in one place. They stay longer. I mean, this is also a HR issue. People in support don't tend to stay as long. If you can make tools that make their life easier, they go, well, this is a better place to be. They stay longer. Their onboarding costs aren't as high and so on. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce, marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Store Hero helps busy brand owners and agencies save up to 10 hours per week in managing their e-commerce business. Store Hero helps brands to get a razor-sharp view of their contribution margins and give them the tools and confidence to build a profitable and sustainable business. Log in at storehero.ai and start making profitable decisions today. Be a smart e-commerce marketer and grow your digital team faster without spending a ton on hiring, enabling you to grow your business faster. Visit smart-ecommerce-marketing.com for details or simply click the link in the show notes. 
I think it's a very important point that you made there because it's a people business and customer support agent can be quite boring if you're doing the repetitive tasks. Being a customer support agent can be a profit part of your business. So if you drive into the part of live chat, obviously you can generate potentially more profit for your business. Do you support this? What do you do on, on that front? We have live chat and we have a bot that does chat too. Interesting you talk about making it a, a profit center because early on in our journey, we started to categorize things as pre-sale queries. Pre-sale queries are really important. And obviously on many platforms, you can't chat to a seller. If you chat on Shopify, we have the tools to do that too. But let's say on Amazon, I see this shirt and I go, is it available in green? It's not listed in green, but I want to talk to the seller. Realistically, Pre-sale query, probably have an order to get an answer back. Otherwise, I don't go to somebody else. And so we categorize and we move pre-sale queries to a different section so they could possibly go to someone who they're, they're higher priority, maybe, or they're going to Mary or John or Ray, who's a better seller, who's going to engage with the customer better and say, yes, I have it and here's the link to buy it and all this kind of stuff. So pre-sale queries are a huge part of the way we handle support. And I think it's something that's missed in certain areas. And, and really, lots of the software is out there, both would be within the platform, be a platform like Amazon, et cetera, or even within your email box, it's very hard to go, which is the important stuff, which is the opportunity. People with general support queries, probably okay to wait an hour or two, but people with pre-sale, they're not waiting. They're just going to go somewhere else. No, 100% agree. You mentioned before that you're dealing with a huge volume of um, customer support requests every month. Obviously, big sellers, they might have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of report requests coming through or of support requests coming through. How do you deal with this volume when it comes to reporting, monitoring, all the kind of statistical side of it? We've got a huge level of reporting within the business, within the product, which will tell you who the agents are that are doing the best, who's got the best turnaround, who's more likely to maybe issue a refund than somebody else. Which products are generating the most support requests? Another interesting one is a shoe seller in Manchester, actually in England, who would order shoes and they're custom made, but it turns out that all the size sevens were actually on a size six template. But he wouldn't know because he's going, this is just part of the general one of the male lots and lots of support tickets. Then we highlight, hold on, this product in this size is causing 20% of the support. And so suddenly he can change his, his buying pattern and he can make the, excuse me, his supplier responsible for some of the issue. That's a real saver. And we are very much into like helping you schedule people, seeing when your peak times for support are. It's really, a lot of people kind of say, well, I, I need people from nine to five or I want shift. And you go, well, actually, you get almost no queries except, you know, lunchtime in the UK and 5 p.m. or whatever. We're usually different. You can see where your busy times are. You can see your busy products. You can see which way you want to cut it. We can give you the reports on it. One thing I'm interested in was my store. I had an older audience and they'd like to pick up the phone and call in, which was a bit of an issue because obviously them tracking whatever was happened was a bit difficult for us back in the time. How do you deal with this? We have our own call handling, voice call, or we integrate with one or two other. So if you've got an existing telephone system, I can integrate with us. We carry that too. And so when the phone rings and it's got a number, you can assign the customer to that number. So when that customer calls back, you can say, hey, Klaus, how are you? And that's again, great for a pre-sale environment so that you can recognize the customer. The world is moving away from voice learning. The younger age actually don't want to talk to you. They just want to know that you're on it. So it's important that we acknowledge a support ticket and we say we're dealing with it, not in a sort of robotic way, but we can give them assurances that we're on this and we expect to be back to, with an answer whatever time. <laughs> Customer support is interesting. 
most people are happy. Even if you can't support it immediately, you can say, I'm honest and I'm going to have an answer for you within four hours or by tomorrow. Once you set that expectation deeper, happiness, when you leave them in the abyss and they're not sure whether you opened it or read it or whatever, that's a huge thing. So yeah, it's very important to get that to people. And again, be it on Twitter, text, SMS, or WhatsApp, we do WhatsApp work. Increasingly WhatsApp, watch this space. If you haven't used WhatsApp for support, it's a stunning environment. It's a asynchronous, but it's very, very personal. You're on my phone. I've allowed you to talk to me on WhatsApp. I can kill the line of communication if I want, but it's great because I get to have a little chat with you without having to, and I'm on the move, on the bus, so I want to see where my thing is. So WhatsApp going to really race ahead in terms of support. So it's one to look at. 100% agree. I think WhatsApp is the one marketing channel that will see a massive growth coming up. There are specific markets like the Middle East, for instance, where WhatsApp is, is really big in e-commerce. In other countries, it's a little bit less. Now, talking about the technical implementation, how does that work to get all these platforms together? How do I get started with edesk.com? We have a free trial. People tend to sign up for it with, with Shopify. We've got a special environment that is for Shopify entrepreneurs, which is sort of a cheaper product. It's a full system, but it, you can start really small. And then if you do integrate with another channel, you can add them in. But basically, you just hit a connect. You enter your Shopify password and connect the two bits together. We don't keep your password like that. But you allow us access to your order and your support data. And then it's all there in one place. And then you can add new channels as you see fit, as you expand or as you want to move to include all of your support environment. Okay, very straightforward. What kind of the onboarding time? How long does it take to get started? I think if it was Shopify only, I think you could say five minutes or less. But it really is a case of you know your password to think we direct you into Shopify on the right page. You onboard there two or three clicks and you're good. And then you'll see within our system, the future tickets will appear in our environment. But they also appear in your old environment. So the fear shouldn't be there. So you can say, well, I'm going to see how this looks. But does that mean I've cut off my existing way I support? No, they're just replicated into our environment. And then when you're ready to actually use ours to send, you stop sending on this and you start sending on this. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the pricing structure. How does that work? Well, we price on tickets or users. Mostly people go for tickets now because it's scaled with them. If you go to edescom slash Shopify, you'll see the Shopify program. And it has an entry point of 35 euros a month for 300 tickets. And then it goes up to 141 euros a month for 2000 tickets. So the ratio I would think of depends on the industry, depends on what you're selling. Obviously, if you're selling memory cards for cameras, the support is probably zilch because not much can go wrong. It's slowly anymore. But typically for every 10 orders in most businesses, you're, you're going to get a support ticket. If you buy the 300 ticket program with 35 euros, it's typically suits someone who's doing 3000 orders a month. And so you can go for that. But the great thing is it scales. So it grows with you. If you're looking at support tools, don't think about it as necessarily, they're all in the same place, but you've got to think of how efficient is this one versus the other. This is not about somebody saying one's 35 hit to 34. That's a whole payroll you have that you didn't have because you had a product. So we're very much about making sure that you can get the max efficiency by using the AI, for example, to just make sure a lot of the homegrown stuff gets done. And the beauty is the support that really matters is that domain-specific support. The other stuff, people get the answers, they get what they want. But the domain-specific one wins your customers. That's the one that's where I get the personal response. I said, we also have it in green if you want to buy that one. Here's the link to buy it in green. 
it's getting the best out of your support team. If it's one individual, then so be it. That's great too. A hundred percent agree on that one. The customer support is so important. I used to work in hospitality business and that's basically customer support, pure, hundred percent, nothing else. And if you make a customer happy, they will come back. And that obviously increases your customer lifetime value. Before we come to the end of the coffee break today, is there anything that you want to share with the listeners that we haven't covered yet? One last thing is translation and internationalization is a key topic. A lot of sellers are reluctant to sell outside their core market. So I speak German really well, but I want to sell in France or do I want to sell in Spain or the UK? And I could get by in Salon, but really, am I going to have to hire a Hebrew-speaking support agent? We have agents now, your companies now, who are supporting in China, in English, with not English-speaking agents. So the ticket comes in English, and it says, hey, where's my stuff? It gets translated to Chinese by our software. The Chinese agent responds to it in Chinese, in kanji, different characters. And when the customer receives it back, it's in English again. And so you now don't have all of the pain of dipping your toe in the water in a different marketplace, or even supporting Spanish if you're in the US. I can take your Spanish career and have a lesser of a Spanish speaker beside me to do the support. Like English speaking support agents can do that. That's a huge saving. You'll have all seen Google Translate and it was okay. This is perfect. There's no sense of all this robotic when it comes back on the first. You should try it. Everybody should have a go. Go into ChatGPT or whatever and say, put a typical response to a support ticket in and say, translate this into German. And you'll see perfect German back. You should make the best out of it. And it helps specifically in being more efficient. In your case, giving a better customer support. And that's why I like AI so much. It's really the features make such a difference there. Ray, where can people find out more about you guys? It's all on edes.com. And if you go to edes.com slash Shopify, you get directed to the pure Shopify environment and you'll see the Shopify entrepreneur pricing, which is different because it's dedicated to Shopify. If you want to go broader and go to everything, it's the same price per ticket. It's just that you're probably buying more tickets. But the entry point for our Shopify program is so low at 35 euros a month. It's kind of a place that you should try. You don't have to sign up for a year, sign up for a month later, but you've got a free trial. It has stop com. Then slash that Shopify if you want just a Shopify environment. Excellent. I will put the links in the show notes, then you're just one click away. Great. Thanks so much for giving us a really good insight in how you can optimize your customer support. And I think every listener should reach out to you guys and see what kind of difference this can make. Thanks so much for your time today. Great. Thanks for taking the time to chat to me. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce, marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Visit storehero.ai today.